The Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network is brought to you by Savage Arms. Now, Savage just recently released their new shotgun. It's called the Renegade. Just in time for turkey season for a lot of the country. Now, Savage went all in in creating the next generation American-made semi-auto built to take everything your world of hunting can throw at it. At the core of Renegade is an industry-first and patented dual-valve self-regulating gas system that's made to cycle higher power loads with the same consistency as lower power target loads, all while cutting down recoil. You can check it out at savagearms.com forward slash Renegade. Welcome to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Parker McDonald, and this is episode number 73. Today we are talking with an absolute turkey nut here in Alabama. His name is Cy Cawley. Cy is crazy about turkey hunting, and he's really good at it. Got a lot of good stuff in this episode, so uh, hope you guys enjoy it. This is the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I am especially excited today because I am talking to a guy who is, number one, absolutely hilarious, and uh, number two, maybe, this is in no specific order, but number two, he is a turkey-killing machine. This dude absolutely knows how to get it done in the turkey woods. Now, um, what we talk about is uh, kind of the differences in his season last year versus his season this year. Last year, uh, was a tough one for him, and everybody knew it. Everybody gave him a lot of crap for it, but this season he is uh, what like not three weeks into the turkey season, and he's already killed four birds here in Alabama. He lacks one more to be completely tagged out, and uh, that's probably going to happen pretty soon. If I had to guess, uh, if he's in the woods, he's probably going to kill one pretty quick. Um, but we talk a lot about that. We also talk about. Um, something I haven't told you about yet, which is the fact that I killed a bird this morning. Um, this morning I killed my second bird of the season and I was on public land here in Alabama, in North Alabama. And, uh, it was just, it was a really, really crazy hunt. But the thing that made this hunt stick out was that I, um, I've had a really tough season. Now I've killed two birds, but, uh, that's two days that I've heard birds gobble and, um, I've only had, let's see, I've probably hunted 10, 10 or more days, somewhere around there, 10 or 12 days of the season so far, and I've heard, I've only heard birds gobble three days, and two of those days I killed one. Now, there's, there's a couple different things that kind of play into this. Number one, I've really been absorbing a lot more uh, information on how to take advantage of gobbling birds. I've, I've had better seasons as far as hearing gobbling, but this year I've really felt like I've, uh, I'm working on honing in on the craft of being able to work a, a gobbling turkey. And so far it's worked. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about that. 
part of that has to do with, honestly, talking to some of the people that we've talked to and really listening to the things that they have to say and applying those things when I'm in the field. I hope you guys are doing the same thing because that's why we do this. That's why we do this podcast. If you are doing that, if you've learned something or maybe you've been successful in the woods because of that, of uh, something that you've heard one of our guests talk about, hit me up, send me, send me a Facebook message on, on Southern Ground or Instagram uh, direct message, whatever. Uh, I'd really like to hear about it. Um, but I, I, I killed this bird. Uh, like I said, I've only heard gobbling three out of three days, and I've killed two of those birds. Um, and I've gone a lot. I'll tell you, this morning, I did not want to go. It was lightning and thundering and storming. And I didn't want to go. I'm using the boat. I didn't want to be out in the rain on the boat. I looked at the forecast and it was supposed to clear up. So I went anyways. But I was tired. I mean, I've ter- I've hunted a lot. And on top of that, um, I've got a family and I've also got work. And my work is extremely busy right now. And so I, I obviously I'm able to work from home because of the COVID-19 stuff. And so I can kind of make my schedule a little bit easier. Um, but I'm still working in the evenings, afternoon and evenings, I'm working my full hours and getting a lot of stuff done, but, uh, I am able to hunt in the mornings and I just didn't want to go this morning, but what happened today is just really a byproduct of grinding it out and going, even when you don't feel like you want to go, even when you know they're probably not going to say anything, they're probably not going to be gobbling and you're probably not going to kill one today. Um, I had that thought this morning at four o'clock when I woke up, I totally thought about that, but I went anyways. Cy had a crappy season last year, um, but he'll tell us in this episode, but he hunted almost every day. I think he missed two days of the turkey season last year and he kept going and, uh, and all it takes is a moment. All it takes is one moment for your entire season to change. So we talk a lot about that in this episode. But before we get into it, we didn't really talk about the story of this bird, but I wanted to give you a quick story of how this thing happened this morning and and know that it will be on the YouTube channel within the next few days. I'm going to edit that probably. I'm going to try to edit it tomorrow. Y'all, this episode will drop tomorrow, so um, I'm going to try to get it edited and, and ready for you guys to watch, so that'll give you a longer version of it, but... Um, it was really cool because if you keep up with any of my videos, this past deer season, I killed a really big buck with my bow out here. And, um, I went to this area, I I was planning on going to a completely different area because it was a cold front. I was going to go to a spot where I know there's deer. I see deer there a lot. And I was going to try to take advantage of the cold front while I had motor issues and I was running behind, so I decided to go somewhere closer to the the boat ramp. And within, I mean, 20 minutes of daylight, I shot uh, shot the biggest, my biggest bow buck and my biggest public land buck ever, which was crazy. But in that video, I said something like, "This uh, this might be just God's way of telling me that I need to go, and uh, I need to be in this other place, and He's just trying to help me out." And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Well, this morning, uh, I had some issues, and I had lost some of the stuff that I use for my motor. Um, one of them is a tiller. It's like an ex- extension um, for the throttle so that I can sit up in my kayak. I can sit forward in the kayak. Um, 
and not put all my weight on the back end so that it'll plane out better. And so the spot I was planning on going to was about three and a half miles, and I was able to, the boat was only able to go about 10% speed before that nose just went straight up in the air. So um, I decided to go to a different area, and on film, I said, uh, this is the way this spot works out for me. It's always a, sex, a second option. I never want to come here, but I always have to come to this area when something goes wrong. And so maybe something's going to go right today. And uh, I get up there and climb up the ridge and sit down for a little bit. Nothing. No gobbles. No nothing. I walk, I get up and I said, you know what? Bump this. I'm going to go. I'm going to walk around and I'm going to just walk until I strike up a bird. And if I don't strike up a bird, then I'm just going to do a lot of walking today. So I got to a, uh, a property line. Um, there's a hunting club that borders up against this property. And I got to the property line and I said, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to walk the line and they've got a lot of green fields on this property and if i strike up a bird on their side i'll get on the public and or stay on the public and uh try to call them over that might be my best bet and sure enough that's almost exactly what happened uh, i was walking the property line and there was there's a big field and it's right across the line and i let out a yelp and he gobbled and it was like really quick gobble after that yelp he didn't think about it he gobbled straight at it so i made a quick decision to back up and there was a there's a road that comes off of the private and then goes back onto the private so it basically makes a u and i was walking on that road well i decided to back up and get on a, enough of the public that i had to work with to where if that bird came out off of that greenfield, which I figured he would walk the road, um, just because that's the path of least resistance, and he's a turkey. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. It was absolutely crazy, and he uh, he ended up. I, I think I struck him at like 8:05, something like that, this morning, and he was dead by 8:30. It was crazy. It was a really cool hunt. Um, lots of cool stuff happened in it. A lot of strategy that I used. That I really think killed that bird. Uh, but it'll be on the YouTube channel. Like I said, there will be a video of it. It's going to be a, a cool video, I think. And I'm, I'm excited about it. But I've hunted a lot, man. I've hunted a ton this season so far. And just come home without hearing anything. That's always a tough thing. But I tell you what. I wouldn't trade it for the experience that I got to have today. So uh, be on the lookout on the Sportsman's Nation YouTube channel for that video. For more about it. But it's just it just further proves the point of this podcast of even when it seems like really hard to go, even when you maybe don't want to go, you don't want to waste your time, you could be doing something else, just go. It can change in an instant. Your whole season can change in a split second. So I was pretty excited about it. I know uh, I know you guys can probably tell that if you keep up with Southern Ground on YouTube. You probably know that I act a fool when I kill something, and that definitely happened today. Uh, but I, I wouldn't change a thing, man. Not at all. But we're going to talk further on this stuff. I wanted to tell you guys to check out the ScreeGear.com website. And uh, you can use the code, all lowercase, all one word, Southern Ground, and that will save you 15% off 
of your purchase. I've been using this stuff for turkey season all year. And, and to be honest with you, I haven't washed it all year. Um, but I've been using the Merino top, the Merino hoodie. And, uh, and I really like it because right now, especially this time of year, it's a little bit chilly in the mornings, especially being out on the water. Um, it's a little bit chilly. But it is so it keeps me warm, but it's also merino wool, so it it literally absorbs all of the moisture, and I'm not walking around like a sweaty mess all day long um, when it heats up in the afternoons and late morning. And I, I've really enjoyed it. And aside from that, the stuff is super freaking durable. Now merino wool is merino wool. It's a it's a fragile it's it's a fragile thing. So it it gets picked out a little bit by briars, but the pants. Um, which I, I have the Kodiak pants, I have the hard scrabble pants, and I have the, I think it's called like Unita or Uinta or something like that. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but it's the early season pants. And that's what I've been wearing is the early season pants, and they hold up to briars absolutely incredibly. I've really enjoyed wearing those. So check that out. Again, you can use the code Southern Ground, all lowercase, on all one word at checkout and that will save you 15 percent so uh, I'm, I'm really interested in getting into this conversation with Cy all about you know just grinding it out and uh, Cy is a funny dude too so I think you're going to enjoy his sense of humor and the fact that he is a pretty freaking good turkey hunter so we will uh, get to that episode with uh, with Cy Colley. All right, everybody on the line with me now, I've got uh, Mr. Cy Cauley from Alabama. Cy, what's going on, buddy? Oh, nothing much, man. How you doing? I'm doing extremely well today. Very well. It's a good day. Oh, uh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure any day you kill a long beard, it just, you know, everything else falls into place. It does. It, if you can do that first thing in the morning, man, every, the rest of the day is pretty much set. It don't matter what happens. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> I got hit with a, a bunch of a bunch of work, uh, which I work at a church, and so I got hit with a bunch of video work that I had to do today, and uh, it didn't matter. I was like, "Yeah, sure, that's fine." <laughs> I was done hunting. I, all I'd be doing is thinking about hunting if I if I uh, was doing those videos anyway. So I did what I can. Oh, you know. Oh no! Oh no! Doubt. Anytime you can get that fixed in early in the morning, the rest of the day is is a breeze for sure. It, do you turn into like the most generous person in the entire world after you shoot one? Oh yeah, I, it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I mean that they're gonna come repo my trailer. I, sh- I don't care. I <laughs> yeah. killed a turkey this morning. Yeah. I get the same way, dude. We'll, I'm like, we'll 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 worry about that tomorrow. <laughs> I got I got uh told today that um we were gonna get off that I was going to be able to get off work on Monday. They were going to give me an extra vacation day on Monday because we've been working a lot. It's Easter week plus the coronavirus stuff. It's just really added a lot to our workload at the church. And so uh, our supervisor emailed me and a few other people and they're like, hey, y'all been doing a lot. Um, we're going to give you Monday off. Now, most of the time I would have said something like in my head, like, oh, heck yeah, I got another day I can go turkey hunting. But uh, the generous part of me was like, I told my wife immediately, I, was, I said, hey, we can go do something as a family. <laughs> I know I'll probably regret saying that come Monday when I'm ready to kill another turkey, but uh, I just get, I get, I started paying for people's food in the drive-thru behind me, like, 
<laughs> I become a really nice fella. I should t- everybody would do better if I could shoot a turkey every day. Everybody'd be a lot happier. So I definitely wouldn't have told my wife we could do something Monday. Though. I'm sure I'd have. Which right now my wife's just hoping and pleading that I that I go ahead and kill my fifth one. She thinks I'm going to be done then, but I've got plenty of buddies with tags left, so I can heck yeah, them. heck yeah. So uh, talking about that, you know, you 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 mentioned you got one more tag left um, for this season. Uh, I think what we're going to really talk about today is kind of the how how fast everything can change last year was a really really tough season for you this year has obviously been just a banner year for you um and then kind of tying that it with tying that in with the bird that i shot today i i haven't uh, i've heard gobbles three out of man i've hunted a lot of days this season so far but um i've hunted bird i've hunted i've heard gobbles three days and i killed birds on two of those days and so it it's really depressing when you you're going when I've gone probably I don't know 12 or 15 days and not hearing a not hearing a gobble but then those 3 days man they can they can really turn things around and so last year being a tough year for you and this year being so stinking good I, I really want to tie those in together and maybe hopefully give some people some encouragement who are maybe maybe on the struggle bus right now um well, what, well, what you were just saying, the you talking about the you killed two out of three mornings you heard turkeys gobbling. Mm-hmm. I've been two mornings where I, where I heard birds that we didn't kill one. I mean, it was that there's only been two times that turkeys were gobbling at me that we didn't kill. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, you. And you, then there's only been there, and there's only been one morning I, I went that I didn't hear a turkey gobble. Last year there wasn't a day I went that I didn't hear a turkey gobble and couldn't kill one. Yeah. I mean, I had birds, I'd get birds within 30 yards of me that I know are just, you know, right over the crest and they just disappeared. I mean, it was, it was awful. Yeah. Those are frustrating, man. They're, they're about the most frustrating thing you could possibly hunt, but every once in a while they do something real dumb and it, and it really helps out a lot. <laughs> That's what happened to me this oh, morning. Oh, no doubt. They do something real stupid because they're turkeys and they're not, they're not, deer you know they they have a brain the size of what is it like a pea or a peanut or something like that they they ain't something like that they're not outsmarting you they're just doing whatever you're you're overthinking it most of the time that's what how i feel but uh but so so si why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh where you're from and what you do um just a little bit of a background about you well i'm uh i said 20 yeah 27 years old from Eclectic Alabama, a little town in Elmore County, Alabama. Um, I drive a uh, skidder for a logging company. Um, I think it's Moore's Timber Harvesting. I hope I didn't get that wrong. But that'd be pretty um, bad if you got your job wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, no, no! It's Weoka Ridge. It's (laughs) Weoka Ridge Timber Harvesting. It's Moore's Trucking. But uh, a buddy of mine, Hunter Moore, I work um, work for him and his dad and. Um, they're real avid hunters too. So that really goes to help, you know, at least get something to talk about while you're at work. And yeah, I'm in the woods every day. Like the other day we'd, we'd stopped, um, we'd kind of run into waiting on a truck and was sitting there and had everything idled down and heard a turkey gobble. So that's it, fun. You know, any, 
you know, I, as much as I love being in the woods, I get to be in the woods every day, even though if I am running equipment, you know, it, it's, it's still fun. Heck yeah, man. That's cool. So, so, uh, so you but, live in, in Elmore County. Uh, basically the things that we need to know about you would be, are you married? Do you have kids? And if you are married and have kids, how do you kill so many turkeys? That's really, that's really why I got you on this podcast. <laughs> Well, I've been married. It'll be five years of September. We've uh, we've got a little boy. He's nine months old, um, and we uh, I, I, I got lucky. I married into uh, uh, her. Her dad was a big turkey hunter and and deer hunter, or he is a deer. Was well, he is, and uh, so she kind of she kind of understood, which I think I took it to a little bit more higher level than him but he still you know he still eat up with it the same way but i just got really lucky and she understands it and puts up puts up with me for that time but um for the probably the first four years i worked at uh buckmasters and our schedule was like 12 to 9 so i could hunt every day before work i could hunt every day come home take a nap and then go to work but uh she still, she was, you know, she she understood. That's what you know, that's what I love to do, and and uh, you know, it doesn't it it isn't always you know sunshine and rainbows. I've yeah. uh, I've 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 gotten myself into some some stuff going too much and and put my foot down to go, but she's always she's always been understood and understanding over it. So that's been real lucky. And uh, with my son, she just you know. He sleeps in. It's 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 funny because normally he sleeps in to seven seven thirty during the week, but on the weekends usually she'll uh, she'll video call me about the time we're pulling up at the gate and and he'll be up and I'll say he was just a little bit too late or he could have got got with me, but he knew <laughs> Daddy was going. He wanted to go with him. I saw I saw you posted uh, during the Alabama youth season. And uh, I guess you took somebody out and they shot a bird, but you posted a picture with him and you're like, a little boy got his first bird today for youth season. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I had, I had to do it. Did, um, you, did you catch yeah, a lot I of crap a, for it? Oh yeah. Oh, one on my Snapchat. I, this was, this was before I even took a picture with him. Um, I took a video and I was holding my, um, my strutter decoy that had a fan on it. And uh, I was videoing me, and I said, "Oh, still got it," because you know last year I didn't kill anything, and didn't call up to like two turkeys, and then right there on opening youth day, we killed one by seven o'clock, and I was like, "Oh, I still got it." <laughs> and everybody saw that strutter decoy, and the other turkey dead, and they and there was only one kid, and they thought we done shot one of the adults that done shot a bird, and I was like, "Man, y'all come on, it's a decoy." <laughs> I got to think, I said, well, if it's that good that, that they thought it was another turkey, hopefully the, tur- the turkeys will think the same thing. Yeah. But <laughs> that's awesome. But no, and then once I, once I did post a picture, boy, they gave me some crap about it. But well, when I first saw it, were, when I first saw it, I was like, no, surely not. Surely not. And then I think later in the day you posted that, uh, somebody else had killed it. I thought that was awesome. I thought it was hilarious. Oh yeah, you got you got to mess with people online, which they have been, man. Going back talking about last year, and I didn't kill anything. 
You talk about some folks kicking somebody when they're down. <laughs> I'm telling you, I ain't never in my life and, and didn't throughout the whole year, didn't cut me any slack about it. But boy, they sure have been, they sure have been quiet the past few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, so you, you, you killed, you've killed four birds this year um, and watched five die. Is that right? Um, no. Um, let's see. My four, um, the one on you. Oh, that's right. Uh, I forgot the one on buddy you. Mine, me and a buddy of mine doubled one morning, and then uh, my boss man killed one last Friday that I caught up. And I actually should have tagged out. Of, I missed mine, but I was letting him shoot first, and mine was trying to get out of there. And mine was just a, a hope and a pray. But Man. So that's it's that's a lot of turkeys to see die in one i mean what three weeks i think we're i think saturday will be was, saturday will be three weeks that's crazy yeah it'll be three weeks to, uh so the first what was the, the first day was on sat on saturday mm-hmm. i killed mine on saturday my first one on the first saturday within like 15 minutes probably a legal shooting light and then i killed one uh should have killed one monday afternoon Got off work early, and then Wednesday I went back in there and I killed him, and then I killed one Saturday that Saturday, then I killed one that Sunday, and uh, then we killed one the next the next Friday. So I mean it was, and it was fascinating. And what's so bad is all the hunts have been like fifteen minutes. You ain't even got enough time to really enjoy it. Yeah. In fact, Friday Friday I didn't even get to do my fly down cackle. <laughs> I mean they were they, they were right on top of us. That's crazy. Did you uh do do you follow Catman on YouTube? Oh yeah. So you know Oh yeah, me and um I I had never gotten a meeting but we talk a bunch on uh social media and and message back and forth and all and uh he is a well he's a he's a turkey killing machine too. He is. He is I, he killed like three birds in the first 3 days of Tennessee season, I think. Um, but he, uh, he was hunting Alabama, uh, for that opening weekend. And I don't know if you saw the bird that he killed out there, but it was like, I mean, it was dark. You, the camera wouldn't even, he was using his waterproof camera. So the, the camera makes it look a lot darker than it was, but you couldn't even make out anything. It was so dark when he shot it, when that bird came down, that bird flew down to him and, uh, and he shot it and obviously it was light enough to be able to shoot, but, um, the camera makes it look, <laughs> that camera made it look like it was really, oh, yeah. really early. It, it was like it was dark. Yeah. Um, I, and I don't, the, I don't know what the, what the legal shooting hours is for turkeys. I don't, I don't know if there is one, but I mean, if he, if he's standing there and you can see him good enough, I don't know many people that are going to pass it up. Yeah. I'm, but, I'm not. Probably, if I can see him, he's he's going to get shot at. I'm not going to say he's going to die, but no. he's going to get shot at anyway. Um, um, it it was funny. Fr- um, Friday, whenever we uh, killed that bird, we were we were we could hear him gobbling. There's actually four of them, and we were get getting in close to him, and we come up to kind of where this road tees, and my buddy said, "Look down to the right." He said, "Look down that road." He said, "There's a big rock right there." And they roost on the other side of it. And uh, we kind of both, were, we weren't standing in the road, but we kind of looked down the road and 
he looked up and he said, is that him right there? And I got my binoculars and I looked. And I said, oh my God. I said, just, I said, just back up. We, can, I mean, he's 40 yards in a tree. <laughs> and we backed up and sat down. And I'm telling you, I, I probably yelled at him five times. And he gobbled once and he didn't ever say nothing. And I was like, man, I'm getting worried. And then he gobbled and it was so loud. You, all, after, as soon as he got done gobbling, he heard both safety goes click, click. <laughs> and then it was, I mean, he come into, I think, like 10 yards, him and another bird. That's crazy, but, man. That's super cool. So, so today, um, like I already mentioned, I, I haven't, it's been, it's been tough. So my season has been close to the opposite of yours. Um, but I've had 50% of the success that you have, um, which is, you know, decent shooting two birds at this time of year, especially on, on public. That's, you know, that's pretty good, but I have not heard birds. They just, it's like, they just haven't existed. And, um, like opening day. So up here where I hunt, the opening day was like the 28th. Um, and I've hunted, I've hunted, I hunted around that first week when it opened the 21st, I hunted some other areas that were open, but the opening day of my kind of my home range was the 28th. And me and a buddy went in there, um, Drew, who is the, usually the co-host on this show, he, he had never killed one before. And we were like, Oh, let's go try to kill you a bird. And we went out there and we run up on, I mean, I guess it was six different birds that were, uh, still roosted at like nine o'clock. I mean, it was late and we heard the wings flap and we sat down, we were just walking and they, they flew down and did not make a peep, not a sound. Um, and that's kind of how it's been. I know there's birds around, but they're just not talking. And I'm hearing a lot of the same kind of reports from people up here in North Alabama, whereas in South Alabama, um, closer over to where you're at, and even some of that like kind of southeast, eastern Alabama, it's been just absolutely on fire is what it seems like. And uh, do you know, like... Does it seem like there was just maybe a better hatch, I guess, a couple of years ago? Because it seems like there's a lot of two-year-old birds dying. Was there just a better hatch, does it seem like? Um, and were you seeing, like, more jakes last year or hearing more jakes than normal? Um, we had, I know on this little, I think, 190-something acres, and then my, um, my neighbor beside me, he's got, like, 400 acres, and um, we had, I think, four or five lone beards on camera and then another like six jakes on camera last year um i, I was actually in a, in a bunch of my places i had a bunch of jakes so i don't like i'm guessing you know there there's a lot there's a really good hatch about two years ago and uh now they're now they're all you know they're all two-year-olds and, and it's been pretty good my i've killed well, two of mine have been two-year-olds. Um, the other, the other two were actually really good, and they say you can't age them by the spur length, but they were they were two really good. One of them for sure was an old bird. Yeah, I mean he had his head was bigger than my fist. Yeah, I mean he was he weighed twenty-three pounds. He 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 was old. Yeah. Um, and so, but and I guess you go. He had inch and a half spurs, so he. I mean he didn't he didn't grow them in two years probably. Right. Yeah. 
yeah. not that I would think, but um, they're just I, I don't I'm not sure what it is. I think it has a lot to do with people now that are doing a lot of predator predator control trapping and because that's, that's kind of getting to a big thing now, and I think that helps out a lot. So yeah, I I agree. You know. I, I think another thing too about this year that, and maybe people aren't overlooking it, um, but there's just a lot more people spending a lot more days in the woods right now. Um, especially with this virus going on, a lot of people are out of work and, or, or they're working from home where they can kind of make their own schedule, which is kind of my, my situation. And so people are just in the woods significantly more than what they were, um, you know, in the past. And so I was, I was actually, me and a buddy were looking at the harvest records for some WMAs in Tennessee this year. And the harvest record right now at this point, so we're not even a week into Tennessee season at this point. And the harvest record is almost like some places it's over 50%. Some places it's probably closer to 75, 75% of what it even was last year already. Like in the whole season last year, it's already, I mean, it's going to blow it away um, by the end of this season. And I think a lot of it has to do with the, the amount of people, but it, man, it really does seem like um, in some regions, man, a couple of years ago, for whatever reason, there was just a better hatch. And, and I also, I also feel like a lot of it has to do with, you know, um, so I'm I'm sure you keep up with kind of with what the the state has been doing, kind of playing around with the season dates a little bit, um, and it seems like being fairly mindful of trying to up the population of birds down here. Does it? Are you kind of noticing that as well? Yeah, it's, um, I, I, I honestly believe that's what they. You know, it it does. It does give those turkeys a chance to to breed and and uh, get to a lot you know a lot more hens than versus us going in there you know a week two weeks ahead and and hunting them. But I think also what it did was it made a lot of these old boys anxious to go kill some and mm-hmm. and uh, by the time it finally got here, boy, they let the hammer down because it it seemed like that first week to two weeks every day on my timeline it was some of the same people posting turkeys yeah i mean it was it, it it was unreal i mean it was it if there was a turkey rut it was that's what it felt like it felt like it was in january and everybody and their brother posting pictures of of big bucks but it was i mean it, it was crazy it was every day killing them in the morning the afternoons didn't matter i yeah. mean it was just they were they were hot yeah yeah, it so, it definitely but, seemed like that. It was, it was uh, it was pretty crazy watching it. And I'm up here in North Alabama, and the county I hunt doesn't open until the 28th. And I'm like, gosh, dang it! I'm having to drive. I did end up killing my first bird during that first week of the season, um, but I had to drive like almost two hours to get to the public land that I was hunting on. And uh, so, I mean, obviously that that makes things a lot more difficult when you're seeing guys that are you know, like yourself who you're going before, before work, you know, and, and able to go and hunt before work, it starts making you a little bit jealous, <laughs> some of those guys, but you're right, man. It was, it was pretty crazy. Um, so kind of diving, diving into last year, we talked about it. You had a pretty crappy year. 
Um, is there anything that you can say, this is why it sucked so bad? Or was it just like, just lucky turkeys? I'm not, I'm not even, I, I mean, there's, I, I'm not sure what it was because there wasn't a whole lot that changed up. I mean, my calling got a little bit better this year, but last year it gotten better the year from the year before that. And the year before that I was killing turkeys. And, um, one thing I think it was, was I was a lot of, a lot of the times I, I was feeling, I got to where I was feeling rushed and I had to make something happen versus sitting there waiting for, you know, stuff to unfold. Um, I mean, I drove, went all the way to Kentucky and didn't kill a turkey. Called one up for a buddy of mine <laughs> while we were there, but went all the way to Kentucky. I mean, I was, I was cursed. I just could, could not do anything right. Come back and, um, I called one up for a buddy of mine here. And then, I mean, after that, it was, like I said, there was, there was mornings I could hear the wings dragging and, and drumming and everything else. And just the bird would just disappear. I mean, it was like, it was like God was messing with me or something. I don't know, but I, I thought in one of my posts, I shared it not long ago um, from last year. I said, I said, good Lord, I ain't got to kill a turkey, but you ain't got to be putting me so close to him and not letting me kill him. <laughs> but I mean, it was, I, I think a lot of it this year is just, I'd like to say patience, but it, I mean, it's just like I said, every hunt's been so quick and smooth and just, I don't know. Maybe it's like, I know one thing it's probably got to do with, well, two things. It's that, uh, fly down hat that I got from my buddy, Jason Heathcote and that North mountain gear jacket. But also the main thing is this mullet, I think has a lot to do with it. <laughs> I was going to say that too. So, so me, and the, and, you and I and, are brothers of the mullet. Okay. Oh yeah. We're, we're, that's, that's where our connection really lies at. We could say that it's, it has to do with turkeys and and outdoor stuff but at the end of the day it's gonna to have to come down to the mullet that's that's why we oh, no have doubt. have this connection that we've got and uh and i agree with you man like listen i i ain't trying to say that i'm like like superstitious i'm just a little bit stitious though and i think the mullet has a lot to do with it i really do Oh no, Dan! i get i got that lady to fade out my sides and put those turkey tracks in there and they're starting to <laughs> I think that's what knocked it all off, but they're starting to grow back up. But she, I'm gonna have to go see her and get her. I guess I'm about to go to her house and do it now. So get her to shake me back up. What did your wife say when you came home with a turkey foot shaved in the side of your head? No, oh, I, I told her it was. I told her it was coming. She just liked how you had the lady shaped up my beard, so she didn't even she didn't even hardly look at it. But I, I was thinking to myself, I said, boy. You better kill some dang turkeys, because if not, you're just going to look retarded walking around. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It's true. And every, and all those haters out there online were just waiting for you to have a crappy season again, so they'd be like, how are you going to have a mullet and a turkey foot shaved in the side of your head if you can't even shoot a turkey? Oh, no doubt. That, and that's exactly what was going through my head. And But I, I will tell you this. So the whole, like I said, last year, in fact, I missed a couple turkeys last year. I didn't mention that. Yeah, that's, that's I, important. Um, I hunted a bird that hung out in this cow pasture 
And the first time I hunted him, um, I come out, I, um, it's, it's, I have a piece of property that I've got about 60 acres of hunt that goes down a power line. Right there. In the power line, there's a horse pasture that's right next to my wife's uncle's house. And so, and we got permission to hunt it. And, uh, so we were, we, I come out on the power line and hit, hit my binoculars and looked down there and I saw him and said, Oh my God, there's a turkey strut down there in that field. And so I snuck back, got in the woods and walked, walked down and the, my property just kind of tinkers in right to the tip of that one. And I walked probably, I don't know, four or 500 yards and then belly crawled another 200 and got up to the field and somehow the turkey just was gone, disappeared. And, uh, so I went back a couple mornings later and it was like the day before the last day. And, um, I'd already went and got on a bird that I, that's one thing I think that really messed me up as I got stuck on a turkey, couldn't get off of him. Yeah. I mean, I just, it got in my head. I've got to kill this turkey. And it, by that time of the season, I mean, it, I was just, I said, well, I'm stuck with you. I got, I got to get on you. Well, he dubbed me out and, uh, left on me. And, and so I said, well, I'm going to go back and check that field. I said, but this time I'm coming in from the other side. So I was coming down and I was trying to get out to the power line that to on that end to look at him. Well, what it was is a holler right there and it kind of drops off the backside of that field. And I was just kind of duh, 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 walking through there and I look and, and I could see into the field a little bit and I could see the sun coming through his fan and he was like 70 yards from me. I said, Oh gosh. <laughs> I said, He's right. He's right here. I said, How has he not seen me? So I got down and I belly crawled up there and uh, I was scared the other day that he'd seen me with my decoy. Um, that has fan on there. So I left it down there and didn't, you know, didn't pick it up. I go up there and I, I started calling to him and he, he never, he, if I get his hands cut up and everything, he gobbled and, uh, never would just really gobble me. Well, they started kind of working their way to me, working their way. And I'd sat there and watched them for like 30 minutes and they just, they got to their point where they're going to stop at like 50 yards. And I said, well, I, I got this surely you know this is it i'm gonna shoot one right here on the end, you know day for the last day and make up for it and i shot and i missed him <laughs> and just i mean just felt i mean I, I i couldn't believe it i just i said you know what i'm not even gonna wake up and go tomorrow <laughs> and uh but i will tell you this this year on open the morning and like i said only about 15 minutes in and probably one of the most vocal hunts I've ever been on. There's a hen that when I started calling this bird, it was kind of the same ordeal with, uh, that you guys went through. We went in there the afternoon before and tried to roost this turkey. Hooted, hooted at him, hooted at him. I did fly up and everything with, with my mouth called. Could not get him to gobble. Well, we were standing there, and I just so happened to, you know, wasn't hooting or nothing, and we heard his wings fly up. And I told my buddy, I said, that was definitely a turkey. I said, whether it's a gobbler or not, I don't know. I said, but that was definitely a turkey. And I said, it sounded like it was by itself. So we may, you know, it could be a gobbler. 
It's the first time we've ever hunted this. My buddy Kale's uh, lease. It's the first time we'd ever hunted it. And uh, so we went back in the next morning and hooted and hooted and hooted. Nothing. I said, well, let's go down to where we heard the wings flap. And, you know, we'll hoot again. I hooted nothing. So I said, well, let's just, I said, there's, there's a turkey down there somewhere. So let's just sit down. We'll put decoys up and sit down and just call. So we sat down and I, uh, I clucked and did a little tree yelp and he gobbled right there where we heard the wings flop. Hmm. And I said, I said, Ooh, we're in the game. What it was, was a, was a, uh, pine plantation. that goes down this hill down to a hardwood draw, um, real pretty open hardwood draw and the scratching and all that's in this place is unreal. And, uh, he was down there roosted on the creek well he gobbled two or three times and uh cut and yelped at him one time and then these hens this hen started going crazy and i said oh and she was on the other side of him and said oh this is not good and uh but we were i mean we were just going back and forth i mean she'd get loud i get loud raspy you know i was matching her and just getting a little bit more intense than she was well, he flew down, and he flew down early. I mean, it was like 6.20 when he flew down. I mean, and at that point, yeah. it was still kind of dark because it was, I don't know what the deal was, but it seems like now, 6.20, you can see perfect outside. Yeah. But, uh, so <clears throat> we're set up on the on the road that goes down to that, to that bottom, and he flew down, and he started going toward the hens, and I said, man. I said, I don't, you know, there's no way we can circle him. And I was, I just thought, I said, you ought to gobble at him. So I picked up my, I got one of those Hank gobble tubes and I started gobbling at him and he opened. And you could tell he'd done turned, turned around and you could just, you could start hearing it in his chest. And I said, I told him, I said, he, I said, I think he's going to come. And, uh, it had been about five minutes since he gobbled, and then my buddy was trying to get it out of his mouth. I see him, and you just heard, <laughs> and I said, oh, gosh. I said, he's right. He is right here. And uh, he come on, come on up, and and uh, he was fixing to come straight to the straight to the decoy, jump on him. And my buddy had some faded-out camo on, and he just saw him sitting there. And uh, he had a bush in front of me, couldn't shoot him yet. I mean, he's like, he's at 10 steps at this point. And uh, <laughs> he he just so happened to make a little move to go to the left. And I was right there on, on the left side of the road. He went to go get those pine planta- plantation. He stepped, I mean, right in front of me. And I shot him. And that when I got up there and got to that turkey, because I didn't know I killed him, I shot. I heard wings flapping, but I, did, I couldn't see nothing. And uh, I got over there, and I, I could see him flopping on the ground. I got to tell you, besides my son being born, that was probably the best feeling I've ever had in my, in my entire <laughs> life. After going, it was almost two years to the date, because I killed my last one on March 24th of 2018. And it was March 21st. It almost been two freaking years since I killed one. And, man, it just I, I, I couldn't hold it in. You can ask my buddy Kale. I held my hand out. I mean, it was just, it was shaking like I was fixing to die. I mean, I, I just couldn't, could not, <laughs> couldn't take it. You know, I was, that's, that's crazy, man. 
I don't want to skip over the fact that you you said you tagged out three years ago, right? Year before last. Yeah, year before last. And you yeah. were and you were tagged out on March the twenty fourth. No, 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 no. I the two years ago had been that was that that was the last time I killed one. I didn't tag out that year. Okay, you did not tag out that year. I killed, yeah. I killed one on the twenty first of that year and the twenty fourth. And then I kinda it was just a one of those dull couldn't make anything happen yeah. kind of years. But no, the year the year before I tagged out I think April the eighth. Oh well, that's pretty. And, that's pretty quick. Yeah, it was pretty quick too. And we ended up. I think we ended up killing sixteen turkeys that year that I called up. Golly, and that's I think, crazy. I think six of those, six or seven of those hunts were doubles. Golly, I mean, it was just that's crazy. That's awesome. It was. It was like this year. It was like this year, but a lot. You know, a lot more killing going on. Which I mean, we're. We're still on track. It can still happen. Oh yeah, but, absolutely. But I was, but also I was getting a hunt, like I said, during the week back then too. Yeah, yeah. I think that definitely changes things. I've, uh, I was listening to the, I believe it was on the Meteor podcast that they just did with uh, Mike Chamberlain, and he was talking about you know they on the the turkeys that they would. Um, that they would track that they had tracking devices in they would notice signi- like the birds would really start to go back to their normal patterns midweek like wednesday or something like that um throughout the week they get kind of over that weekend hunting pressure and they kind of start going back to a lot of those areas so you can get in there in the midweek man and you can you can really start killing them um and i've, I've noticed that too but I want to know, like, you know, you you talked about that that feeling of when you walked up on that bird uh, on opening day this year, and it had almost been two years since the last time you killed one, and it was just, there was, like, no other feeling about, like, you just couldn't really compare it to anything. I was, um, I told you I work at a church, and a guy, um, a guy named Chris, and he follows along with Southern Ground and stuff. He he loves to hunt and loves to turkey hunt. He he called the church office. This is actually a pretty funny story. So here's story time for you a little bit. Um, he called the church office and he was like, uh, he talked to our receptionist and she emailed me and uh, she said, hey, this guy, this guy called. Um, he said it was super important. It was. She said I could just hear it in his voice. It was really important. Um, whatever it was. And I said, Hey, I'll bet you a hundred bucks that it has to do with turkey hunting. And she said, I don't know. He called, he called twice and he, he was pretty serious. I don't think I would take that bet. And I was like, I'm just, I'm just saying. So I ended up calling him and he was like, man, I got to tell you, he's like, I killed my first bird yesterday. I've been hunting them for years and years and years. And I killed my first bird yesterday. He said, I prayed to God. He said, "I, I knew I was going to need Jesus if I was going to kill a turkey. And he said, I I told Jesus, I said, I'm going to need you to help me with this. And he said, I heard a gobble right then, and I killed that bird. And, I mean, he, he was, you know, you know how we are, guys like us. Like, this is, like, important to us. This is, is it drives a lot of our lives. And uh, <laughs> I was telling my wife about that. She was like, well, I, get, I understand because I'm married to you. 
But people in general, they just, they don't get it. People who don't do it, they don't get that you could say, other than my son being born, that was one of the best days of my life. Like, I totally get it. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, and it's, um, I mean, you got people that, that'll, you know, there's some, there's some people that get into it, you know, as bad, you know, with deer hunting and all, but most, most turkey hunters think about turkeys 365. I mean, just at some point during the day, you're going to think about something to do with turkey hunting. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's just something that it, it just, it sucks you in some people. There's some people that don't, you know, that'll halfway hunt them or, you know, they don't, they go and they don't get hooked, hooked into it. But when you get hooked in, I mean, it's, it, it consumes you. Yeah. I mean, there's, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I, I get, I get just as shook up and, and everything else. If I'm calling one in for somebody else or if I'm shooting him, I mean, it doesn't, you know, but when I shot that one this year, it was like, I, I killed my first one all over again. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's crazy. It's hard to compare it. Like, uh, when I shot my first one this year, uh, which I killed two last year, so that was I, I what I definitely wasn't in the same position as you. Um, and but when I shot that first one this year, it, I mean, I was like, I didn't put it in my video of it. It was just so it was so unique, and I shared the story on the podcast, so I won't share it again. But I ended up shooting this bird out of my boat because I didn't have any other option. I was trying to get to some land so I could get on a field edge where these birds were at, but all the land was daggum flooded, like three or four foot of water in it. And so I just, I just went through the trees in my kayak and made it work. And so after that happened, I was just like, I was, I was ecstatic, dude. Like I, I called my dad and I have it on my GoPro. It's I have the footage, but I acted a freaking fool sitting there in my boat. Oh, I, I would have turned that kayak over. Getting over to him. Yeah, that's, fu- that's my thing. When I, when I shoot one, I'm up on my feet moving. Yeah. My, in fact, um, the going back to the, the when I shot that one this year, my, I, we went back and I was looking for my shell. Well, my shell was off to the right in the road, but it was up in front of where I was sitting. And I said, I said, how did that happen? And my buddy Kale said, Sai. He said, I believe you jumped up so fast to get to that turkey. The gun didn't have enough time to, to shut the shell out. He's like, as soon as the gun threw you back, you were already moving back forward <laughs> and running to go look for him. <laughs> this is awesome. There's just nothing like it. You can't, you can't compare it. And I think, you know, I'm a, I'm a hardcore deer hunter. And anybody who knows me knows that, like, if somebody made me, this might be insulting to you, but, and I don't mean it to be, I love turkey hunting, but if somebody made me choose between one, I would choose deer, just because I love to deer hunt. Like, it is my absolute favorite thing to do. But, I will say this, when it comes to turkeys, I get more jacked up and more fired up when I kill a bird than I do with a deer. For whatever reason, I get, I, I mean, it just... It, I get tore up. It just is all over me. And I think it's, there. there's a part of me, and I, I was talking to my dad earlier today on the phone, and um, 
I tell them a lot. Like I'm, I, I don't personally feel like I'm as good, and I'm definitely not as accomplished of a turkey hunter as I am a deer hunter. Um, and so whenever I kill one, it makes me feel like I did something like really awesome, something that I, I, I'm still trying to work on that craft. You know what I'm saying? And and so like when I kill one, it it really just gets all it it's just all over me, man. I get. I start acting a fool, and I don't use a lot of that footage in the videos because people are going to be like, that guy is an idiot. Look at that guy, how he's just, he's jumping and screaming and hollering like, come on, dude, stop it. And so I I don't put a lot of some of that stuff in there, but, man, I am I know what you mean when you say, other than my son being born, that's the best day of my life because I, I definitely I feel that. And today was one of those days, man, where it was just like, like I said, I haven't been hearing Goblin, and I literally went today with the thought in my mind of, if I go enough, eventually I'm going to get on a stupid bird, and I'm going to hear one gobble. If I just hear one gobble today, I'll feel good, at least knowing that there's turkeys around. Um, but, I mean, that that was just a, being able to kill that bird was just a byproduct of, like, keeping after it. Like you did, you know, it's not like last year you didn't just quit and say, screw it. I'm, I'm done. I'm not a turkey hunter anymore. I'm, uh, apparently I can't kill one. No. Yeah. That wasn't the case. So do you, is there ever been times when you've thought to yourself, man, I just need to quit. Is that ever been a thought that entered your mind? No, no, that's, uh, I, I mean, even if, I honestly believe even if I knew that I would never kill one again, just going and being in the woods and hearing birds and working birds, whether they're, even if they're not coming, just the, the whole game of it. In fact, if I could, if I, if, if, if I made some kind of deal with God where I could never pull the trigger, but whoever I took could, I'd shoot. I'd still go. Yeah. If I, if I was a felon and couldn't carry a firearm, you better believe I'd still be calling turkeys. Yeah, I understand. Last year, when you when you weren't killing them, and it was it just seemed like you you couldn't do anything right. Uh, how many days would you say that you you spent in the woods last last season? Last year, um, I think I missed. Two days. I slept in. I slept in one day when I come back from um, Kentucky, and then there was one day. There was one day we didn't get to hunt when we were in Kentucky because it, we got up there. We hunted the day we drove to Kentucky. We hunted down here in Alabama, and then when we got to Kentucky. The season, the season wasn't in yet. It didn't start till um, like Saturday, and we got there on a Thursday, Friday. We scouted. And then I think that was that was the only other day I missed. Um, all the other days I went, even I mean it was rain, raining, you know, whatever. I was, I was in the woods. Yeah. So, and, and it's because uh, I'll kind of answer it for you. It's because you know that all it takes is one. It just takes one uh, of those days. One one of those days, and just some kind of some kind of situation pull together. I mean, like. Um, opening day this year I thought was 
when, when we went in there and hooted and that 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 afternoon it didn't discourage me because i knew we heard the bird fly up but when we went in there and it was six fifteen, it ain't a single bird gobbled yet i was thinking oh here we are we're fixing to be running around like a chicken with the head cut off trying to find a turkey da, da, da. and that and that's what i love about this is because it, it's like a roller coaster you go from the lowest lows to the highest of highs, um, or you can go from the highest to highs to lowest of lows when you miss one. I mean, it's yeah, it that's I mean, it's just any any given second it can turn and 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 happens happen for you. That man, that's um, that was the story of my morning. I went in this morning pissed off because I had some issues with my boat and I had lost some stuff uh, yesterday. I was on a WMA that was really steep and really rocky, and my uh, one of my some of my parts flew out of my boat at some point in that time, and so I couldn't go to the area that I wanted to go to. I got up to the area that I ended up going to, and the uh, they just weren't. There was nothing. It, they weren't gobbling. It rained all night last night and stormed real bad. They weren't gobbling, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to cover ground. I'm sick and tired. I'm not just going to sit here and wait for a gobble. I'm going to cover as much ground as I can today, and I'm just going to I'm gonna keep doing that until I hear one. And uh, sure enough, right about 8 o'clock, 8, 8.05, I guess, I struck up this bird. And, I mean, the bird was dead at 8.30. So in that 25 minutes, it went from low and non-exciting, just – kind of miserable i need to be home i'd be doing a whole lot more good if i just was at home or doing doing work or spending time with the family to man i'm glad i came today you know it's just one of those one of those days and um it it can just all change so fast talking about your season last year compared to this year i mean you you kind of went from zero to hero real quick um in your mind or maybe more like hero zero hero because you you had good seasons in the past. It's just that one was pretty rough. Uh, um, in which I, you know, which I guess I go to all of them in the all seasons, figuring or hoping I'm going to kill a turkey, and and I knew this year I said, somehow some way I'm going to kill one. If you'd have told me it was going to happen like this and it was going to be this many this quick, not a. I, I probably would have laughed at you, but it's it's one of those things. And, and my favorite my favorite part of the hunt versus when you first put your eyes on them is there's there's a point in when you're working that bird where you know he's committed and you know he's coming. Yeah. And every except my afternoon hunt, my afternoon hunt, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, I got extremely lucky. It was. I think I struck the turkeys at 6.30, and I killed him at 7. And while they were still on the ground that late, I have no idea. But I kept trying to move and get closer and closer to him, and I come up on a food plot, and there was a little bit of trash and and kind of a structure in between us, uh, in between me and the field, so I was walking straight with it. And I was getting about to the point where I was going to get to the edge of the field and peek out in it. And I looked, and he walked out behind the junk <laughs> and right there on the edge of the field. <laughs> and was look, he was looking at me, and I was looking at him, and he was kind of like doing his head like, what, you know, 
and I and I even was kind of I was like, is that that's a turkey? Is that a gobbler? And I I, I said, oh my god, and threw up and shot him, and I said. Whew, neither one of us knew what was going on there. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, but stuff like that happens, man. Where you just it just changes so fast. Like you just oh, it does. It's okay to be lucky. But, I'd rather be lucky than good most of the time. Oh, any day. The the other hunts though, there were there were parts or a point in the hunt where you knew, okay, this is this is going to happen. Like for instance, the uh, the the big one I killed. Um, he was somehow I walked past this turkey. He was in, he was in a pine plantation. They just thinned like this year. Um, I was hunting with my buddy Taylor Caffey over in, uh, and hopeful. And, uh, they, like I said, he went up and I thought we we're going, thought we we're going to hunt together. And he was like, man, I got some turkeys. I really want to go, um, go hunt. It was still on the same on his, on his club land. And uh, he said, I'm going to put you out of here. He said, this is where you should hear turkey. There could be a turkey here or there. And kind of sent me away. And uh, so I walked down and come up into this pine pan- plantation. I was trying to get to a food plot that was there. And they said a lot of the times there will be one off the end of it. And I hooted from when I left my truck. I mean, all the way down through here. And I hit these those that pine pan pine plantation and walked probably i don't know 200 yards and uh he had texted me said if you hear two of them let me know we'll come over i'll come over and we'll try to you know double up on them and uh text me back so man i ain't heard a peep and so i just said you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna do like i did the other day and just cluck and yelp at him and i did and he gobbled he was like 70 yards away somehow and I walked past, I was closer to him when I was walking in to where I was at. Hmm. How he didn't see me walking through, because it was, it was 6.15 by this point. I think I called him at, um, I don't know, I think it was like 6.15 or so I called him. And uh, he or he called me and said there's one goblin across the road from me. So I got one right on top of me. And then at like 6.38 I killed him, but there was... There was a point in time when I was when I was working him. He gobbled one last time on the limb, and I could tell I could tell he he would turn and face me because his gobble got louder. And I knew, but I knew he was still in tree. And I said, "I said, well, that's a good sign." Yeah. And then after that, he gobbled on the ground, and I could tell. Okay, yeah, he he come this way, and then it was you know five minutes later I heard him drumming, but there's always like I said that kind of that point where I heard him gobbling the tree and he was facing towards me. You know, it was just one of those things where, okay, this could happen. And I think that, that versus when he first steps out and you first put your eyes on him, that's probably my two favorite parts of the hunt. Yeah. I mean, it just, it, it took, even if I'm watching it on TV, it gets, it gets me. Yeah. You just, you just first see him. I mean, man, today that was, that was kind of it. You know, I, I ended up, I don't think I told you, but I ended up calling this bird. When I first struck him, he was on a private greenfield, and I called him across the property line. And immediately when he crossed, I saw him for about three seconds while he was on the private land, and immediately when he stepped foot, I could see the red, I could see the red uh, paint 
behind him and I knew exactly when he stepped foot over the property line and I shot him immediately. Like he was like a foot over the, over the property line. And, uh, but like that moment when, um, and I want to kind of ask you about this a little bit, kind of what you do, but the th- one of the things that I did that I think really killed this bird, I knew he was getting closer, um, but he wasn't covering ground really fast. When I first struck him, he was probably 80 to 100 yards away, and there about 10 or 15 minutes, he was only maybe 20 or 30 yards closer than he was when I first struck him. But I knew he was coming this direction, but he was just waiting on this, on me, on the hen, to come into that greenfield with him um, down the road. And um, the thing that I did is I, I was very conservative with what with my calling. Like I was not, I wasn't calling a lot. But I think the thing that killed him, I, I ended up putting my hand um, in front of my mouth and, and making it sound like I was way further away. Not way further away, but just going away from him. And... Within about five minutes, he gobbled, and it was, like, right there. And then, I mean, maybe a few seconds after that is when I first saw him. But that gobble, when I knew, okay, he's he's in gun range. I just can't see him yet. He's just like you can hear the spit in his throat. I knew he was in gun range, and I was about to get a shot. That moment right there is, like, forever going to be just etched into my mind because that was the moment when I knew – I'm, I have a really good chance of killing this bird right now. Like this, this is going to happen. I'm going to see him. And, uh, and so like when you kind of compare the two things, when I first struck him, it was kind of like, okay, well, I don't know how I'm going to do this cause he's on private land. Um, but the moment that I knew that he was going to be there, he was going to give me a shot was, it, it, you just can't compare it to anything. It's so much fun. Um, so kind of looking at that type of situation, would you consider yourself to be a more aggressive caller or are you pretty conservative with your calling? Well, for the most part, I'm pretty aggressive. You have sometimes tell me to hush. Um, but there are some, there are some times where I'll go, okay, you know, he's, he's kind of waiting on, he's kind of waiting on you, but, um, like, uh, the last, the last one I killed, um, we had, uh, my, I called one up probably 30 minutes ahead of time for, for my buddy and he killed his. Well, we heard these other birds that they like goblin. We just decided to go to these other two. So we came back and, uh, got these other turkeys going and they were same thing. They were, well, we were on private too, but they were on somebody else's place and them in a green field and uh you could tell he was he was going back and forth he he'd come and then he'd go he'd come and he'd go and but he was i mean everything he said he was gobbling at him and i just i bear down on him i just i, I stayed down on him in fact um the I, there's a video that i posted of that hunt and there was a there was a point right Right before the video turned on, I gobble, I yelped at him, and he gobbled. He was still way out there. But within two minutes, I they probably covered 300 yards. Hmm. And, I mean, just, you know, I mean, 
and and in the video, I mean, you can if you can listen to the audio good, the difference in the gobbles from yeah. from once I yelped at him to the second. In fact, I'm sitting there with my slate call and and yelp yelped at him and he gobbled. And I turned around and looked at my buddy shook my head. You can't hear me, but I said, "He's coming." And then I got my gun up and put my arm up under and did my slate again and he gobbled and he was right there. I mean, he was, you know, he was, he wasn't, he was, you know, probably 50 yards. So I put it down, get my gun up and waited probably, I don't know, a minute. And I yelped again and he gobbled on top of us. And I said, okay, I, I, you know, I got down on my beat and then a woodpecker come by and he gobbled at him and he, and, and then, right there after that he popped out but it's hmm. it's crazy how much they can cover in such a quick time but there's also like that bird was really really hot yeah. and so you just you stay on them and they're going to come versus yeah. some turkeys you gotta you gotta almost act like you're not interested right and and just kind of you know but each each one's different there's a you know a lot of people talk about checking their temperature and all and that's something that goes into it if uh he's acting like he's uninterested like the the one i killed the day before he wouldn't he didn't he didn't act like it i bet you he gobbled five times one of those was on the ground and Hmm. i mean he just so i didn't really i didn't put it on on him hard um and that's just somehow sometimes it's like that and then other times it's you know you take a piece of barbed wire fence and and push it up and down. It squeaks and they'll come <laughs> running to it. Yeah, like old, like old Ben Lee used to say. And you know the the yeah. the the thing that I kind of keep coming back to is just going. Like if you just go, and it don't matter if you ain't hear, heard them gobble. It don't matter if you ain't seeing them. Just go, and. You never know when that day is just going to kind of go your way, when everything's going to work out. Now, you've had a lot of days this year that have gone your way, and I'm sure at some point you're going to have another season. Hopefully you don't have another season like last year. I'm not wishing that on you, but you're going to have, you know. Oh, Lord, I hope not. We all we all have to, like, I know it's coming for me, you know. Like, I know that it's going to come when – you know, I have a bad deer season or I have a, a not as good turkey season. Um, but the thing that I'm not going to be – nobody's ever going to be able to tell me is you didn't go enough, you didn't work hard enough, you didn't grind because I'm going to do that every single time. And what I honestly think is, and, and I really do believe it, is that if you'll work hard, I mean, the hard work will pay off. And um, – you know, you're going to have bad seasons. They're animals. They're wild animals. And not only that, but they are turkeys. And turkeys are, like I said, the most frustrating thing in the entire world, I think. Um, But eventually, eventually, it's not like you're never going to kill one. If you'll keep going, you're going to find one that wants to play. And so I I think that's, I think that's a good, a good kind of cap to this episode is just really saying like, hey, if you want to kill birds like Cy, go. And what you're going to do is you're going to learn. 
Every single time you go, every single time you get on a goblin turkey, or every single time you see a turkey, you're going to learn something. Try to learn that. Try to absorb it. Would you agree with that? Oh, 100%. There was a, um, I watched a, a video this morning. I want to say it's Rolling Thunder Calls, maybe. Or um, it, it's one of the guys that's with Mossy Oak. He does a little video about, excuse me, his turkey season and, and, uh, this video pertained to him trying to get his son his first turkey. They've been trying for a couple years. And, uh, and, you know, I mean, kind of like he was kind of saying how, you know, maybe his son was thinking, you know, how are all these folks going and killing turkeys? But, you know, we can't. And, you know, his dad's killed probably a ton of turkeys. Um, but, uh, one thing he told his son was nothing in life worth having will come without hard work you know i mean it's something yeah. you gotta you definitely gotta put your time in you can't sit there and and say there was a there was a guy i used to work with and uh guy will probably hear this and, and and get upset but i used to pick at him all the time <laughs> but he would i'd i'd kill a bird and i talked and i'd come to work and talk to him i'm like well um how, you know do you uh do you get up here this morning he said he said, oh, he said, I got up this morning, I walked outside, and he said, I seen them clouds. And he said, I just know they ain't going to be gobbling when it's cloudy and overcast. And uh, and uh, it was so funny. I, don't, I don't guess he just didn't want to put the time or work in or whatever it was, but our boss walked over to him one morning. It was about the, it was it was a year I limited out by this by this time. And uh, he walked over there and actually said, uh, he said, did, uh, did you get up go go this morning? And he said, he said, no, I didn't. It was cloudy. And before you say anything, yes, I know so I killed one, but they just got different turkeys than what I got. His are a lot easier to kill. <laughs> and it just, it blew my mind. I thought, man, if every time I looked at the weather, looked at the sky before I went turkey hunting, there would have been a lot of times I stayed at home, and there would have been a lot of turkeys I didn't kill because of it. Yeah. I mean, you. Uh, uh, what I can tell you, 110% fact is, if you don't get out of that bed and go, you dang sure ain't gonna kill them at the house. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, I, I, I want to be, you know, I want to be the guy that that everybody sees and they're like, man, that guy's a killer. Like that, honestly, if you're a hardcore hunter in any capacity, like that's what you want. You want you want to be that guy and not only because you want to be known as that, but because that means that's that many more memories and cool experiences you've got to have. Um, but what I know is, is that I'm not going to, I'm not going to be able to get there by sleeping in or not going if it's raining or not going if it's cloudy or too cold or too hot or whatever. I'm, I'm sure there's days that I have said that and I have done that, that I could have killed something and didn't. But, I know that I'm, when I woke up this morning, like, and you, you got to understand, like, I'm using a kayak to get to all my spots. I woke up this morning, and it was raining, thundering, and lightning all morning long on the whole drive there. And actually, it was uh, it was still lightning whenever I put my boat in this morning and was out in the middle of the water. Um, it was kind of far off, but it was, it was definitely there. But I knew, like, I... 
if I turn around and decide not to go, then I'm definitely not going to kill one today. I just wasted my whole morning getting here. And so I, I don't know that. I want to know. I want to be. I want to be known as that guy. I want to be that guy. Um, but the thing that I do know that I do that I can control is I want to be. I want to grind harder than anybody that I know. That's what I want to do. Um, and so and I can control that. <laughs> you can absolutely control that that your work ethic. That's that's something that I don't know that that mess. That that's something that nobody but you but yourself can control. Exactly. Um, if in fact you're talking about being people looking at you as being a killer and all, um, I had a guy tell me last year, and we were got talking this long story, but anyway, he said, he said, now you're good now, but you 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 know you're no bona fide killer, the the, and. Uh, I got to thinking, I said, well, if not, if I'm not, if this is, you know, and I don't want a label of, of being a killer or anything. I enjoy it. I you know, I, I enjoy tree hunting what, you know, whether I've got a label over me or if no, if nobody else ever knows I kill one, which I'm going to tell my buddies, I've got to call, I've got to call somebody and tell them about it. But yeah, um, if, if what I'm doing right now is, not considered being a killer or bona fide. What I'm completely fine with it because I don't need the label. I'm I'm sure enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah, I understand um, that. But there's there's I don't know. There's a there's a lot of people out there that are that are you know looking and going after that you know being a killer kind of thing. Which mm-hmm. like you're saying, there is a lot more memories and everything that are being made, but. I think that's kind of what screwed up my season last year was I was trying so hard and everything. So I had to keep up this, you know, mentality of people know me for killing turkeys and everything else. And mm-hmm. then I, you know, I, I kind of struck out and boy, that, and it does not feel good, especially when people remind you that you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's true. You, what happens, and this is exactly what happened to me was I didn't sit back and enjoy the hunt. I didn't I didn't I didn't take in the sunrise and everything. It was I was just out I was just out there to kill. When you slow down and sit there and kinda of enjoy it, um, which is kinda of what I did on that youth hunt, I said, you know what? I'm just gonna sit back, relax and enjoy this and just, you know, kinda of soak it all in and then it happened, and I said, "Yep." I said, "That's what you need to do. You need to just slow yeah. down, and and take take this in." Yeah. But and that's sometimes that's what you gotta do. Yeah, but it, we do all want to be known. We do all want to be known as killers for sure. Because if you ain't killing, it ain't it ain't so much. It ain't fun. It yeah. ain't as it ain't as fun as killing them. But you do need to enjoy it. You need to sit down yeah. like like I. Uh, I'd said earlier this year, I said, boy, I sure can't wait to kill one because I'm going to sit there and soak it up. And that, I mean, that was what I did. Yeah. I was, I, I called my dad, uh, after I killed that, after I killed the bird this morning and, uh, he said, well, are you on your way home? I was like, ah, I think I'm just going to sit here for a minute. I'm just going to sit here and enjoy the moment for half a second and, and just enjoy this because it, I think that that's, that's something that, that we miss out on a lot, you know, and, 
I think I think everybody, like you said, everybody wants to be known as that as that killer. Um, whether or not you care about the label, I don't necessarily care about the label. That's just what I want to do. I like I like being, and I'm a super competitive person just by nature. And so, like when it comes to turkey hunting, I can't really compete with other people, but I can compete with myself. And if I'm not meeting the expectations that I want to meet, then I'm going to try to figure out how to do it. Um, but man, I found, I, I used to play golf in high school and I compare it a lot to this. I would play golf and, um, I'd go out and just, just play just a practice round or whatever. I would just enjoy the heck out of it. And when I did that, when I just relaxed a little bit, man, I would shoot my best golf scores ever on those days. And then the next day I'd go out for a tournament or whatever, and I would just suck it up because I was I was just – I was playing against the pressure. I wasn't using the pressure to my advantage. I mean, it was, it was my enemy in that moment. And I think you go in, man, with so much pressure on you to be a killer or to get a label or to – do whatever. I, I do think it affects the way that you hunt and the way that you fish or whatever it is that you're doing. It definitely does affect that. No doubt. I'd rather, I believe I'd rather people, I'd rather people know me for being obsessed Yeah. than, than being a killer. I, that's one thing. And as a hundred percent fact, I may not be a killer compared to some people's standards or what, you know, whatever. And, and that's fine, but I am obsessed with it just as much as anybody else. I mean, I've uh, I've been hunting with my dad since I was probably three years old turkey hunting. How you couldn't take a three-year-old nowadays turkey hunting? I don't know what has changed in between generations or whatever, but you couldn't. You I see three-year-olds today, and I'm like, there's no way I could take that joke in the woods and kill a turkey. My dad was killing turkeys with me when I was three years old. When I was five years old. I caught a bird up for him that he killed. He, we've been hunting all morning, hadn't had any luck. And I said, let me, let me do some calling. I said, and he gave me the box call and I did it real fast and all kind of stuff like I'd seen on TV. And he yanked the call out of my hand. He said, you do it right. Don't do it at all. And about that time, a gobbler come running into him and he killed him. And he just, we just, we just, I remember we just looked at each other like, did that just happen? But that's funny. I've been hooked ever since. And then when I when I finally killed my first one, oh, it was on. Yeah. I didn't care nothing about deer hunting anymore. I didn't, all I wanted to do was turkey hunt. Yeah. And uh, which now deer hunting, I I I get a good buck on camera. I get which I've never really killed a big buck. I guess I've killed some decent ones, but I get a little hyped up. But it's nothing but grocery shopping and past times of turkey season for me. Yeah. So. that's that's fun man so uh one of the things i'd like to do um especially during turkey season is a short speed round to end end out the episode and i'm gonna ask you some questions real quick questions um you don't have to give in-depth answers you can say yes or no or just give a real short answer whatever you want to do um but we'll get started does that sound all right go ahead all right so first and foremost, what kind of gun do you shoot? Um, I'm shooting a Benelli Super Black Eagle two. Okay. Now are you using a I assume you're using a choke tube on there. What are you using? 
Um, I'm using the Jeb's Headhunter. I think it's a 665. 665. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, have you been pretty happy with, with that whole combo? Yes. Um, I got to tell you, it was, uh, I was kind of upset about it because I, I ordered the choke and got it and everything started shooting it and I couldn't hit paper. <laughs> I said, what is going on here? Well, we got to look and I was shooting low. So then I ordered a, and everybody laughed at me. It's like a Fiat or something, yeah. red dot. Everybody laughed at me because it was $20. And they said, it'll never hold up that shotgun. You'll miss, you'll miss your turkeys and everything else. And it has held up phenomenally. That, and I've got a Weaver um, uh, rail, but it has, it's, and it's, it's really cool too, because it's not just a dot. It's got, you can do red or green. So I do green because that, that way I can see the green on a red head. Yeah. And you can do, you can do dot. Um, you can do a circle with a dot in the middle. You can do crosshairs. Um, just the brightness, all that good stuff. That's pretty legit. That's awesome. That's yeah. cool. So I've, and it's, it, you know, I don't know. Maybe the other day I, sh- I should have had a bead shooting flying turkeys, but you, they're not always flying. So yeah. that, that red dot, <laughs> that red dot comes in handy. Yeah. That's uh that's cool. All right. So, um, kind of in that same realm uh, what turkey loads do you shoot? Longbeard XR number six. Longbeard XR. Okay. Now, um, how is that what you shot? So you, you took a shot at one last year at 50 yards. Were you using the Longbeard XRs? Um, I, I, they were long, Longbeard, but I think they were the, the other load. They were. They weren't the XRs, but they were like the XLs or something. Okay, okay. Um, I was just yeah, curious that, how, how well even, that pattern yeah, is. Even, which last year I wasn't shooting this gun either. I was shooting a, a TriStar Viper Max, which I don't know what happened if it was when I sent it off because Macho Greenleaf had come back out in the uh, film so you get them dipped. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I shipped that joker off, and I don't know whether it put some bad juju on it or what. But I sent my Benelli off this year, and I got it dipped in it, um, which I got Odie Green Cerakote on the action in the barrel, uh, or on the receiver in the barrel. And so everybody's like, oh, you'll put some bad luck on it again. But I guess uh, Mr. Baker over at Baker's Hydrographics, uh, I guess he put some good juju on there. <laughs> That's cool. I did see a picture of that. It looks really good. Um, so do you have any intention of moving away from the Longbeard XRs? Well, if I ever decide to take out a second mortgage, I think I'm going to pick me up some of those Apex and, yeah. and, uh, some at TSS and see what I can do. But I don't know, man, it's just $10 a shell like the other morning. It didn't, it didn't go right. And I shot twice. Heck, that's 20 bucks right there. And yeah. twenty bucks, you can get ten. You can get ten Longbeard XRs. Yeah. So. <laughs> I I shot that bird today with TSS, and it was my last my last one. I'm about to have to go buy some more. Um, after patterning, and then I missed I missed one bird twice, and then shot one. Let's see, is that right? 
Yeah, shot one and then shot another one. So I ran out of my five. So I, I what's got, that? What's that Tiger King uh, uh, meme? I'll never financially. I'll never <laughs> yeah. financially get over I, this or I'm whatever. Never, I will never financially recover from this. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that that would be me. Yeah, that's uh, that's how I feel when I buy TSS. I'm like, good God, why am I doing this? Um, all right, so moving on. Do you like? turkey breast grilled or fried turkey nuggets we put it on the grill and it was pretty good which i did i don't do the whole breast on the grill i cut up the slices and it, it's really good but you ain't i'm telling you what now i've got a recipe down pat you can't beat it fried it don't even i won't even fry it in a pot or my little i've got a grease daddy whatever thing mm-hmm you gotta use a cast iron skillet. That's just you, 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 you're ruining it if you ain't put it in a cast iron skillet. Yeah. I won't tell my whole recipe, but I think they're delicious. Cast iron skillet. Oh yeah. I I tell you a funny but, story. But, I know we're in the we're in the speed round, but uh, so I I was kind of. My first bird that I killed this year, it wasn't an excellent shot, and so I got a lot of shot in that breast. And I was I was cleaning it out and and cutting it and stuff and getting it ready. And my little girl, she's three, she was like, "Ooh, that's yucky. That's terrible." And I was like, "No, baby, this is gonna be really good." She's like, "I don't want to eat it." And she even started crying because she didn't want to eat it. So I was like, "I was like, baby, this is gonna be just like chicken nuggets from Chick Fil A." And the girl loves Chick Fil A. It is like her kryptonite. She stinking loves it. And I was like, it's going to be just like, she's like, no, it's not Chick-fil-A. It's going to be yucky. And I was like, it's like, just wait. And so I let her kind of forget about it. Then I cooked them up and that girl scarfed those things down. She loved them. Um, and it was just deep fried turkey nuggets. I, I'm probably going to make some tomorrow. To be honest with you. I'm, that sounded pretty dang good. <laughs> oh, it's, it, they're, they're good. And I, and I tinkered with mine, uh, I stuffed it with cream cheese and wrapped it in bacon and then deep fried it, and they were, they were pretty legit. Yeah. You're talking about the the pellets and all being in one. Uh, the second one I shot, which I'd already have half of the breast from the youth hunt, then my breast from the one I killed, and so the second one I told my boss, I said, "Well, here y'all can have it." I said, "I'll give it to y'all." And, and you took it. Well, he took it home to his wife, and I shot it a little low. It was one I just. I, threw up on him and shot and uh he said he said well i said i said how'd she like it he said well her first piece had a pellet in it and that was about done for her (laughs) he said but that that meant that meant more for me and robbie so yeah our buddy robbie him and they tear it like even if my wife didn't eat it boy it'd be a lot for me i'd eat it all but it'd be a lot yep i understand all right, so moving on to, uh, I, I guess, yeah, a different category. Will you ever get rid of the mullet? I don't know. Probably, probably not. <laughs> Just go keep it forever. It probably, I think it's here. I think it's here to stay. <laughs> I mean, unless unless somebody was going to do, donate me some prime turkey land, and I'd probably cut it. Yeah, I I understand. I, I'd be I'd be about it. 
that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. I told my wife, because she wanted me to have it. She's a hairstylist. She's like, hey, the mullet's coming back. You need to get one. So I've been growing mine since last turkey season. And uh, I, I actually I kind of like it. And I told her, I was like, I don't think I want to let it stop growing. I want to let it keep getting longer. And she's like, oh, no, you can't do that. That's disgusting. You got to keep it at the length. I'm like, uh, yeah. Take it easy. Oh yeah, you got you got to keep it. You got to keep it trimmed now. <laughs> um, I think what we're trying to do is wait to my kids in kindergarten so we can have matching mullets when he's in kindergarten. That's awesome. That's great. We've talked about giving my my youngest boy. He's eight months or nine months old. I guess nine months tomorrow. And yeah, we had we had. Uh, I think we we had them around about the same time. Yeah, I think you're right. I remember I started watching. I think. If I'm not mistaken, cause we were in the hospital for 11 days when we had him. So I, I believe that's when I started watching your videos. Okay. That's awesome. That's cool. So, yeah. He, uh, he's got a head full of hair and we thought about cutting it into a mullet. We'll see. I don't know. But, uh, sugar, he's get he's get he's getting hair and it's curly. Yeah. He'll, he'll have a, he'll have a good mullet. Man, give it to him as soon as you can. Um, all right. Oh, so, yeah. so. Uh, what's your favorite camo pattern for turkeys? Oh, mossy oak green leaf. Mossy oak green leaf. Bottom land, bottom land was king, but when they release that that green leaf, mm. I like it too. I do. That and old old school bottom lands, you know, it's but that green leaf son ain't nothing like it. Yeah. You you wearing that green leaf and got that mullet flowing, shoot, they don't stand a chance. <laughs> no. You're gonna kill every every bird in the woods. That's probably the re- hey, that's oh, probably yeah. the reason why I haven't killed well, I haven't heard them. They've just been falling over dead as soon as I step foot in the woods and I can't ever find them. <laughs> that's what that's what I tell them. <laughs> All right. So um exactly So tell me what is your bucket list state to go turkey hunt? Florida on Osceola. Florida on Osceola. If I never, if if I could, if, if I could never kill any other subspecies on Osceola. I got you. I'm, I'm probably right there with you, man. I'm, I'm, kind of hurting to go, try to kill an Osceola. I think it'd be I, a lot of fun. I had a chance to uh, to go hunt Rio's this year. Well, I had a chance last year. I just got back from Kentucky and my wife was not going to let me, she was eight. Well, yeah, she was real, she was like real pregnant. Seven months pregnant. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you're not leaving the state again. And I said, <laughs> okay. That was, that was one of those times where I was like, I'm not putting the foot down. Yeah. But, uh, I got invited to go back this year. And of course all this Corona stuff is going on. So couldn't do it, man. I, that sucks, but nope. okay. I had a chance. I, I, I was going to get to go to, uh, Oklahoma, Kentucky, Georgia. I may still slip over to Georgia. Heck but yeah. I had chances to go to all of them and doesn't look like I'm gonna get to do it. I think I'm gonna go to so. Tennessee. Tennessee is right up there with it for me as far as turkeys. I've I've always wanted to hunt Tennessee, so I, I bought my license um before the turkey season this year because it'll carry over to deer season so I can hunt deer and turkeys on that license and I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm taking a week off in May at the end at the beginning of may to go hunt turkeys i've got i've got, I've got invites to go up there and on some pretty good places yeah and i'm tennessee's probably one that i want to that i want to do too it's just gotta 
figure everything out. It's all got to work out. I understand. I understand that. Yeah. All right. So here's the last question, and this is this is possibly the question that is uh, that'll make or break you. All right. Will you or will you not shoot a Jake? I've I've shot him before, not knowing, and uh, I'm so weird. I shoot a spike in a heartbeat. I mean, <laughs> intentionally will mow a spike yearling. I'll shoot about any deer there is, but I'm not shooting Jake. In fact, the um, Saturday when I called the one up for my buddy, we were sitting there and we could, we were just had seen the long beard strutting. And then all of a sudden this Jake come walking out into the road and I thought I was going to go, I said, don't you dare shoot that Jake. <laughs> I said, don't you dare. <laughs> well, but no, not, you know. Now let me I, ask you this. Would, probably, would you I have shot it? I probably would have. Yeah, I probably would have shot one opening day. I can't. Yeah. Would you have shot one last year? Yeah, I, I, it, it, got, it got to the point. So, so, and but, it did, and it did get to the point. Let's not let's not forget that it did get to the point. Um, it got to the point. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm definitely not. So, on a normal turkey was, season, you're not you're not going to shoot. No, one. I'm not. I'm, uh, I'm I got gotcha. you. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not going to be mad at you. You can shoot them if you want to, but I just, I don't know. Yeah. There's something about a mature gobbler. Oh, well, I, I just, get that. I get that. It gets me, and I, know, and I know I've got the ability to do it, which is, I guess I've got the ability to kill big deer. I just don't ever <laughs> just wait don't, that long, I, I just don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I kill, I kill state record. I just, you know, I don't <laughs> want to sit out there that long. Who does? Yeah. I don't want to be known as a killer. I want to go out there and have fun. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, dude, I wish you the best of luck. Not that I really even have to. Uh, I, I I imagine probably with with the stats you got right now, uh, probably the next two or three times you go out, you'll be tagged out in Alabama, which is pretty impressive. That's a cool thing to do. Um, I hope so. We've got a we've got a pretty good hunt uh, this weekend, but. I don't know. This past weekend should have scared. It got me upset, like I done done something wrong. <laughs> but I'm hoping it was just some kind of fluke. But yeah, yeah. If I get if I can get that one more, I'd be fine. But if I don't, you know what? It was it was a lot better than last year. Oh yeah. So. You killed four turkey, four more turkeys this year than most guys will kill this season. That's just yeah. I mean, most turkey hunters, not diehards, but your average everyday turkey hunter, most of them ain't going to shoot one this year. They don't, you know, that's just, when you when you look at the hunter numbers compared to the harvest numbers, a very small percentage of people are shooting a very high percentage of the birds. So, um, it, uh, you're definitely, you're definitely in that top, top percentage. So feel good about that, man. I, I do wish you the best of luck though. And, uh, Man, can't wait to have you back on, and and maybe we'll talk about shooting spikes or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get them riled up during deer season now. <laughs> I, I I call it shooting. You shooting cows is all we're doing. <laughs> but I'm hoping. Let's hope it. I mean, you know, I don't want it to come down to it, but I sure would like to kill one in May. 
Yeah. I would, you know, because it'll be first first time we ever get to hunt them in May here. So that's true. That's true. Uh, I but if I don't, you know what? I'm just gonna be. Like I told my buddy the other day. I said, if he walks out, I'm definitely not gonna let him go. Yeah. No. You can't do that. You can't let a tom walk off. Nope. You just can't do it. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, thanks again for coming on the show, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right, that is going to be it for this episode of the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, thank you, Cy, for coming on the show. And uh, I think it's just a matter of time before old Cy kills his uh, his tag out bird. I think he's pro- he may even do it by the time this podcast drops tomorrow. Uh, with his with his statistics that he's got going on right now, he's uh, he's well on his way to doing it. So you can follow Cy on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, I think on Instagram. I know on Facebook, he is a, he's a cool guy and a turkey killing machine. So, yeah, if, uh, if you enjoyed that, make sure that you please leave a five-star review rating on iTunes. I would greatly appreciate that. That helps me more than you know when you do that. Um, we got a lot of great, great guests so far on turkey this turkey season but coming up we got some some really good ones too so i'm really looking forward to that turkey season has been a ton of fun this year and uh, i'm really enjoying a lot of the people that we're talking to again if anything that you have heard in a podcast has helped you be more successful this year last year any time in the past deer turkeys it doesn't matter let me know about it i want to know i will share that i will uh i'll you know, if nothing else, we can have a good conversation about hunting, which is, which is always a good thing. So um, let me know. You can find me at on Facebook. It's at Southern Ground Hunting on Instagram, all lowercase, all one word, at Southern Ground Hunting. Um, and then again, you can check out the YouTube channel, which will be updated very soon with some Southern Ground turkey hunting. Um, we've also got uh, the hybrid outdoors. That's Bob Polanik. He is dropping some deer videos from his season, which he absolutely, he freaking crushed it this past deer season. So he's dropping those pretty quick. And uh, Hunnivore, who's also on the Sportsman's Nation Network, he did a video on how to break down a, uh, uh, I believe it's a quarter, like a hind quarter of a deer. But it's that's a cool video too. If, if you're into that, if you're into self-processing, um, it's pretty cool. Anyways... We'll talk to you guys next time. I'm going to take a a couple-day break from turkey hunting and hopefully be right back at it next week. So, you guys, uh, good luck. If you're going to be out in the woods, remember that God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So go out and exercise that dominion. I will talk to you next week. (laughs) 